Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021, and this is day 1050 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you and praise you and honor you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning to see this brand new, beautiful day that you created for us. Help us, Father, to transform our minds to be like Christ, uh, to be able to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. I ask, Father, uh, that you will speak today. I ask also that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. Now have your way, Father, and you speak. Let it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to MI15. Today's message is an attitude shift. Yep, an attitude shift. Uh, you know, we are being made new in our attitudes of our minds. And so the way we think and uh, it it will determine our attitude. So we're going to be coming out of one of my favorite um, <laughs> Bible truths. And that's um, in Second Kings chapter four, verses one through seven. Very short, but very powerful. And I've shared this one so many times on the podcast, but God will give me a whole different angle on it. And I love that idea. So I'm going to share this one. And, and, and again, this is a different um, aspect of this of this Bible truth. So 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. It's about the widow woman whose husband died. And uh, she, she was left with her two sons. Um, uh, and uh, this is what happens. So it says, the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha. So her husband was a one of the prophets and he was with the company of the prophets. And she uh, cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what, what do you have in your house? So he asked her to, uh, two questions. How can I help you? And what do you have in your house? And uh, th- the thing about these creditors, it, you know, <laughs> I just experienced something from a creditor the other day uh, that was really ugly. But they don't care who you are. Uh, they care about uh, your status, if you have money. Uh, if you don't have money, they love that too because they can charge you even higher interest rates. But nothing's changed. Um, this creditor, mo- I'll say most creditors don't care about the human being, the aspect of that person. They care about getting their money. And in this case, that's what these this creditor uh, was concerned about. And uh, they wanted to take her boys to pay off the debt, make them slaves, which would put her in a, in a, in a deeper poverty-stricken state. Uh, because as a widow, uh, her boys, her oldest boy, would be the one to provide and take care of her, her sons, period. 
So um, after he asked her the two questions, how can I help you? Tell me what do you have in your house? She says, your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Now he's given her steps of what to do. Then he says, pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, put put it to one side. So she left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. And so this says so much. Um, She looked at what she had as really not much. Um, Her oil, the oil she had, a lot of times we look at what we have as it's nothing. Um, But it is a value. And we must begin to see things like God sees it. And uh, we, and the only way we can do that is through the mind of Christ. Uh, what God sees and how he sees it, we should see through his eyes to see the value in something. So she didn't realize how valuable that, that little jar of olive oil was. And what Elisha told her to do uh, was absolutely amazing to me because Elijah, being the po- powerful prophet of God that he was, he could have just you know, uh, maybe uh, said, here you go, voila, here's all the money you need. But there was action steps uh, that he uh, had her do. Uh, and and there was a reason for that. I believe it was to uh, see where her faith was, to, to even strengthen and build up her faith, uh, to tell her, this is what I want you to do. And, and he said, ask for jars and don't ask for just a little, ask for a lot. And then he he mentioned shut the door behind you and your sons as you poured the oil into those jars, uh, shutting the world out. Uh, Shut the door, you know, and when you shut the door, it might be, when I say shut the world out, it could be a family member. It could be a friend that may not believe in in God as strongly as you do, or it may not believe in him at all. And, And their ways of seeing things or doing things is strictly by the world's parameter. Uh, So... Um, more like the creditors. So you have to shut the door to shut out all of the extra um, uh, clutter, the extra uh, noise that can come and stump you. And so she asked him to bring her another one, but he replied, there is no, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. So her task was now completed. So she's got all these jars full of oil. Now what, right? Uh, She and her sons became salespeople. They became manufacturers. Uh, I love this story as it applies to even entrepreneurship. They became business people, entrepreneurs. Uh, All these things that was within them that they may not even have known. All these gifts and talents that they had. And uh, they had, uh, on top of that, they had faith. She showed faith by going to the prophet of God in the first place. Uh, Verse 7. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. That is extremely powerful. 
he said, now you got another task. You know, the first task was go collect jars, not ask for just a little. The second was Janelle, shut the door and pour you and your sons together. Include them in this. Pour the oil into those jars. Now she went back to him. Now what do I do? And I love that because that showed her obedience and her dedication and commitment to the assignment. How committed and dedicated are we to the assignments that God gives us? You know, or do we look at it as, oh, no big deal. This is nothing. Collecting jars and doing, you know, oh, God has given me this to do to make phone calls and talk to people, see how they're doing, see why they didn't show up or what. What do they need? That's then, you know, that's no big deal. It is a big deal because God has given it to you to do. It's very important. You're very valuable to the Lord. She went and told him and he did things. He told her to do it decent and in order. Pay your debts first. Then you and your sons can live off of what was left. That was an awful lot because he didn't say you'll survive. He said you will live off of what was left. You know, there's a big difference <laughs> in surviving and living. Um, you're going to enjoy life. Uh, you're not going to just be begging from one day to the next. You're going to live. Uh, I, I love this so much. Um, it speaks volumes to me. Uh, point number one, though. Uh, when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Now, I just read that from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 21 through 24. The widow woman had to change her attitude. She had a mind shift, which changed her attitude from the way she used to live, the way she used to think, the way she used to uh, go about doing business on a day-to-day -day basis. This was a major shift that took place in her life, which also took a shift uh, in her attitude if she was going to be able to live. And that is one of the major things that we're dealing with today. There are shifts that are taking place constantly and even more so as the attack of the enemy ramps up against believers. And uh, Pastor uh, Gus uh, shared yesterday, it was a dynamic uh, session yesterday during service um, about how we have gotten so accustomed to this big lie about uh, you know, name it and claim it. You're, it's all about the money as a Christian's believers. You know, we have everything we want and we don't ever have to suffer. And that is a lie straight from the pits of hell. We will suffer and we will go through some hardships. And we're, when we suffer, uh, you know, when, especially when we're suffering for Christ's sake, uh, we should consider it pure joy. Uh, and understanding how it's going to build up our faith and, and help us in our stamina to continue to press on to do the will of God. We're going to go through some hard times, but God is with us and he will give us joy even in the midst of it. You know, it, it even through the work that we're going to have to do and going about sharing the love of God with others and not letting anything stop us. Nothing. 
you know, and understanding that it's not always going to be rosy. (laughs) We're going to have to shift our mindset, though, in order to uh, get past uh, what is happening in our faces. We have to have a different attitude. Point number two, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, um, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So that's Romans chapter 12, verse 2. You know, I love it that God tells us all of this in his word. And here's the key. And this is what Pastor Franklin said yesterday. And, and I know God tells has me share this on a regular we must know what the word of God says. We That means we have to open it up our Bibles and read, study daily to know. We must eat that food. <laughs> the word of God is our food to understand, to discern that which is evil and, and that which is good. You know, we can do, um, we can be doing good, but it may not be God. You know, it's not like you're doing a lying, stealing, cheating and Uh, committing adultery and all those things. God may have said, I want you to do this. And then another opportunity comes up that looks great. And you drop that to go do this other opportunity, which is a good opportunity. But did God say do it? And then you leave the other thing because now it's become a hindrance to what you want to do. Oh, listen, y'all, I'm talking to myself too. All right. (laughs) I know sometimes it might not feel good, but it's not about feelings. It is about obedience to God's word. That's really what 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 it mounts up to, us being obedient. And even more so than ever now, as things are shifting and changing, and there's so much evil going on all around us, if we're not careful, we'll fall into a cult. Will fall into a trap of de- uh, deception. Uh, it is it is out here, and and it starts off very very subtle and very innocent. We see it happening in the leadership in our in our world system. <laughs> it's a cult in operation right before our very eyes, and people who have fallen into the trap. It doesn't matter what your great education is or what your your great status or the great schools that you went to it has nothing to do with it. Anybody is susceptible. Anybody, as we can see. Now, we're able to truly fulfill our purpose, no matter what others say or do, because we understand that we're no longer doing things according to the patterns of the world. We're doing things according to the will of God. Mm, Glory be to God. Listen, something happened. A few things happened here (laughs) with me. Uh, we, this weekend has been like a whirlwind for us. We had a plan. God, God gave us this idea, this plan. Um, we have, uh, like a split level house and on the bottom floor, it's like, uh, the basement, uh, area that was changed over into a living area. And, uh, really that's where we had our TV and big couch and two big chairs and, you know, a bigger TV was down there and that's where we would go is like three flights of stairs to get there. And I remember, um, you know, well, I know that my husband, uh, his knees are bad. It's a struggle. So he can't go down though that 
he he never goes. He hasn't been down there for over probably a year on a consistent basis. He used to be down there all the time, but he, he doesn't go down there anymore. So we've got this furniture down there. We've got, then we've got, we had this high, uh, this tall, uh, dining room uh, table, uh, like a counter high, and these tall chairs. <clears throat> and we, we sit at that table a lot playing games, but we notice everybody's, you would complain later after sitting so long, their legs hurt because, you know, it just wasn't meant to sit in those for a long time. My husband's mine. And so we transitioned everything. But it took us reaching out to others for help. Uh, we moved the some of those things that were in the that first floor all the way to the second floor so that it was more easier for my husband to see and 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 me too uh you know enjoy what we have uh and make it to where it's accessible um not just trapped in our home and not being able to enjoy what God has blessed us with and the other big thing we did was changed out that table and chairs but there were steps we had to go through. I had to sell the old chairs first. And so my daughter helped me on that. And she put them out on social media. And I put them on social media on Craigslist. And and, and we had to move the big table. And so my son came over early uh, Friday morning. And he came and he helped us clean the garage. Because the garage had to be cleaned to make a shift to move everything in there that we're not going to use anymore or that need to be sold or or taken somewhere else. So he helped us do that. Then my my other my two nephews came over and uh they they helped us two of them moving all this stuff, a giant armoire, moving it downstairs because it's something we're not needing and my husband wanted to put a TV up there. So he put the TV there. Then uh they moved uh the gigantic table all the way down uh to uh, the garage to move it out. Someone may come and pick that up. And then they move the couch that was on that first floor all the way up to uh, the second floor, which that couch was just sitting there. We weren't even using it. It was like brand new. Uh, for years, we've not been able to been down there like normal. And uh, and then we have these two rockers that we're not really using. Leather rockers, God says, sell them. Get rid of them. You're not using them. And I'm learning how to just let things go that we're not using and that we don't need. It's a shift in my attitude and and understanding how we live. Uh, like like the prophet said, now you live off of what is left. You know, how, how to do things decent and in order and live with, you know, and making the changes. And it doesn't even have to cost much money, if, if any. You know, it, did, it cost us time and it cost us uh, humility. We had to humble ourselves and call out for help because like the widow woman did because these are things we used to could do ourselves but now my husband is not in the same state physically that he was once in you know um you know i my after so long of standing for hours i'm not able to stand as long as i used to i could stand the whole day 24 hours 12 hours well now it's like after six hours i need to sit down (laughs) so understanding our limitations but also understanding uh, the power we have through God uh, and in the shifting of our mindset and understanding that when we have that new attitude, now we can do and understand and uh, do God's uh, pleasing and good, pleasing and perfect will. And now we've got a table. God bless us with a lower table that I found on Craigslist. And it was everything that I wanted. It had the big pedestal in the middle and it had the little feet on it. 
And I didn't want to pay thousands of dollars for one. And when I sought them out, knew they were thousands of dollars. This one was $200. What a blessing. And it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and it seats eight. Just like what I wanted to do. We got the chairs. We ordered in the chairs. My daughter helped me to order those and find the best deal on them. Then my husband put them all together. And, and it's just over the weekend, all of this happened. And I just, when I sit I'm in and think of it all, I'm in awe at what God did. But God said, we had to shift our attitudes and say, and I did too, because I loved having that armor in that one corner. And I had to make a shift. My husband's like, well, I want to put my TV there. And we're going back and forth. And the Lord said, let it go. You have to shift your attitude. And I said, okay, let's, you know, that's, that works for me. <laughs> it's not like something important. We've got to be willing to let things go and do it the way God would have us to do it and enjoy our lives, right? If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. That is the major mind shift you need to make right there. Oh, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, uh, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the Four Creek Words for Love. Learn more about that unconditional love called agape. That's God's love right there. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.